Hello, friends. Maestro here bringing you episode 391 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Monday in mini style. In today's episode, I'm asking you the question, what would you try if you knew it was impossible to waste time? No matter what you did, you learned something, you gained something, you got something out of it. What would you try? I got some ideas. But first, hey, DJ. Give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion. And discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it poppin'. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. Hello, 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 my podcast people, and thank you for joining me for yet another, you already know, episode of my favorite the podcast. Today's episode is inspired by the fact that I recently decided to program for myself for the next few weeks. And by program, I mean my lifting routine. I have outsourced that shit for a very long time because it's just not something that I typically enjoy doing and didn't have the bandwidth, but more importantly, didn't want to do. And so I outsourced it. You know, I've been following Paragon for the, I don't know, Paragon training methods for about the past, I guess, tw- two years. I uh, started working, following their, st- their stuff in 2020 uh, with the, uh, from the influence of Ashley Pardo, uh, Meredith Root had put me on to LCK a little bit before, but it, a, that's, a, that's a side story. But following up in 2020, before then it was knees over toes stuff. You know, I was in the CrossFit space for a long time. And here I am really loving bodybuilding and very much going back to my roots uh, as I relates to doing the more bodybuilding stuff. That was how I first entered the lifting space. I used to buy all of the muscle and fitness magazines and just follow the routines that were in there. And I carried those magazines with me all around the country when I, I should say across the country when I moved. You know, I had a little, uh, those like Ikea organizer things, the little folder things that go on your shelves. And I had all the magazines in there. And I found them very helpful. I loved being in the gym. I'd go for hours, like three hours. My mom actually first introduced me to lifting. And by introduced me, I mean she took me to the YMCA, dropped me off, and was like, go do stuff. Uh, this was after I tore my ACL when I was 15. And I remember I would lean the, my crutches against the machines. And so I was predominantly doing upper body stuff. And I remember the trainer, Mitch, huge guy. And I fell in love with lifting. I've been doing it ever since. And so I recently decided to program for myself, namely because some of the goals that I had, it was just easier for me to write out my own programming as opposed to try and piece things together. I also find it very annoying, frustrating, I don't know, when I can't fully complete a workout. So if I was to follow Paragon, I'd only be able to do certain parts of it just because of the time and, and, again, my goals. And I was like, ah, it's going to be frustrating for me. And I wanted to do some of Jill Fitz, uh, what is it? The alliteration gets me. It is her physique finishers workout. So realistically, my goal for the summer is to do, start incorporating or continue to incorporate more dynamic movements. 
I have a pretty solid foundation right now for kind of the strength. I love hypertrophy work. I wanted to continue with that, but introduce more dynamic stuff. So that's going to require me to take away some of the more bodybuilding things. And just for the sake of time, right? Because I'm also, it's summertime. Like I don't want to be in the gym for a bazillion, in my gym for like a bazillion hours. So take away some of those movements, implement the ones that I believe are the most efficient for my goals and the areas of my body that I would like to work on, which is namely my quads and my rear delts. So kind of creating a specialty cycle for that while incorporating more dynamic movement. So I got the dynamic movement stuff from Jill. And then as it relates to more of the bodybuilding stuff, I was like, you know what? I am just going to program for myself. Now, why am I telling you all of this? Because as I was programming, when, you know, when I made the decision to program, I started thinking about what an idea that was, has been percolating in my mind for quite some time, which is the notion that I believe people are very hesitant to do things because they understand the value, inherent value of time, and they don't want to waste time. I think that that for majority of people, that is their biggest concern is this is going to waste time. I believe that this is even the case for people or when people are talking about wasting money. I think that that's largely because they know that they need time to go and make more money. Or it also took them time to make that money. And so like that is, that would have been a waste. And, and again, it ties back in to time. That in mind, and us being a very loss averse species, we focus on not wanting to lose it. And because of that, we don't try things. And oftentimes that those things could be, you know, making our own decisions or following our own instincts because we're like, I'm going to outsource this because I'm trying to make sure that I don't waste time, that I don't go through this thing and do this thing. And then it doesn't turn out the way I want, or I don't get the result that I want and have wasted my time. So like I said in a little like intro blurb clip thing, what would you try if you knew that it was impossible to waste time? What would you try if, you know, the outcome of this, you could actually reframe and realize like, oh, actually I learned something. Actually, I grew from that. Actually, I refined this thing, this idea, this process. And there's a lot of value in that time spent. I personally think that people might try a lot more things. And how does this tie into my weightlifting stuff, my, my programming? Is I think that sometimes people would be hesitant to, let's say, program for themselves or try this thing because they're like, what if it doesn't work? What if I program for myself and I do this for eight weeks and it doesn't work? And of course now as it's a work, we're thinking about that meaning I don't get the outcome that I want. And to to, to that, I, I'm thinking, number one, obviously, I'm going into this with expertise in this field. It's not like I'm just like making this shit up. So there's, there's some of a, you know, that's as a foundation. Like I have a background in doing this. But what if we didn't view it as a, a possibility of wasting time? Like if you were to do something for eight weeks, one, depending on your training age, you would see some sort of gains. But Two, you're going to learn a ton. You're going to learn, do you like this thing? Is this something that you want to keep doing? Are you good at this thing? Should you outsource this? You're like, this is not for me. And even then, once you outsource it, you have all this information of like, hey, 
I tried this. It, I felt like it didn't work. And maybe then you go to another pro and they can kind of dissect why it didn't work. So you're still a step ahead with that, right? You're not just like you spent the last eight weeks doing absolutely nothing. So I think that this can be extrapolated to a lot of other areas in life, a lot of other things where what would you try if you knew that you couldn't waste time, that it was impossible, I should say, that it was impossible to waste time. I alluded to this earlier, I didn't allude to it, I specifically said it earlier, that you know, we are a loss-averse species, and because of that, we avoid doing some, you know, we avoid doing a lot of things because we don't want the loss. But I think that in so many ways, in doing that, we're actually losing and we're, we're missing out on so much and we're underutilizing the time that we do have because the reality is time is finite. So kind of, you know, I don't know if it's a double-edged sword here, like what the, the correct phrase is, but we don't want to waste time so we don't do things, but because we're not doing things, we're kind of wasting time. Right? We're not living our life per perhaps to the fullest. Because the reality is, folks, you know this, the time will pass anyway, so you might as well pass it doing shit that you're passionate about, doing shit that you choose to do. And I think that it takes a simple reframe for you to be like, that wasn't a waste of time. And I think the easiest way to have that reframe or be able to do that reframe is by you choosing this thing. I think when we have external influences and someone's like forcing us to do it and it's borrowed goals, then yeah, it can end up being wasted, you know, considering it wasted time because we're like, I don't want to fucking do that thing. But if you're like, I want to be doing this thing, I want to be going after this thing, it's my choice. Then once we've gone, gone after it, and even if you don't complete it, right, even if somewhere along the way you're like, of this wasn't for me. That time spent was incredibly valuable because you learned that that thing wasn't for you. You learned a, a way of doing something that you did not like, which is so, so, so valuable because that creates space to fill in things that you do like. And it's very easy to cross things up the list and be like, actually, no, I don't like this. this is the thing I didn't like about that. And you have to do it again. So that can actually expedite the next things that you do, right? I think that People kind of think they're going to do something, no matter what it is. They're going to do, th do something. They're going to go through this experience. And then however long it is, you know, eight weeks later, they're going to be in a position, perhaps a new position, but with the same amount of information that they had when they first started, right? The same amount of information they had when they were at the first position. And that doesn't make any sense. If you do something for eight weeks, you have eight weeks worth of information. You have eight weeks worth of experiences, which means when you get to that next point, when you get to point B, you're not only a different person, but you now have all of this information that you can use to make a new decision. And it's not, oh, I'm going to start from the beginning. It's literally impossible to start from the beginning because at the beginning, you didn't have that information. So you are still ahead of where you were when you first started, you have all of this information, even if the information is, I don't like that thing. I don't want that thing. That wasn't right for me. That's fine. Now we move forward with that information, which can absolutely expedite some of those next steps. So again, my question for you, what would you try if you knew it was impossible to waste time? What would you try if you were not concerned about wasting time. I would love to hear from you. This is probably a time where I should 
offer up the things that I would do, but this is, I've learned how I live my life. It's not a concern that I have anymore of, I'm going to waste time. I'm like, this is what I want to be doing. I really have put myself in a position, and I'm so grateful for the opportunities that I've had to be able to put myself in this position where I, I choose the things that I want to be doing, and I don't feel that it's, I've never felt, you know, I haven't, I should not say I've never, but as of, you know, my life in California, I have not felt that things have been a waste. Even though I look back on PT school, I would never, ever say that that was a waste, nor do I ever regret it. You know, do I have student loan debt? Yes, because I'm alive. I think the two go hand in hand. Do I regret it? No. Do I think it was a waste of time? No. I'm absolutely doing what I do today because of that background. And actually, next episode, uh, yeah, I'm going to do it next episode. I'm going to talk about some of the recovery strategies that I use. Definitely ties into the PT background. Uh, and, you know, the way I started this episode, talking about program, programming for myself. Not that I learned that specifically in PT school, but PT school and my movement background, lending me, you know, or lending things, or that's not even the word I want to use. Exposing me, that's the word I want, exposing me to different movement paradigms, really, you know, stoking that fire there and uh, getting me interested in all these things, which then led to me having proficiency with this and being able to, being able to program. So I would never call it, you know, a waste of time or anything like that. And so much of the things I do now, I have zero concern about it being a waste of time because I choose what I want to be doing. And if I feel that it's going to be a waste of time, I just don't do it. All right. So this is not to say that it's impossible to waste time because it is possible to waste time. My question for you is, how many things are you avoiding doing or stopping yourself from doing that perhaps you want to do, but you're concerned or you're worried that it's going to be a waste of time or it's going to waste time? Again, I think that one of the first things we can do to kind of combat that is to reframe or actually let me move back. First step that we can do is make sure that our decisions and our goals are ours. And then from there, reframe things and understand that the time spent is not just time spent. It's time spent learning. It's time spent refining. It's time spent growing. It's time spent gaining all of these things that then put you in a new position so that even if during that eight weeks, maybe you don't achieve your specific goal, you have so much more information, which makes it that much more likely that moving forward, you can achieve that goal if you actually still want to achieve that goal. All right, I got one more thing that, that kind of just popped into my head. It's not even written down on my little board that I have next to me, but I think some of it is one of the things that maybe I just take for granted and or just assume it's just like, it's a given. And it's a big discussion. I see it on social media and it's something that I'm just like, yes, duh, of course you just do that. But let's throw rest into the equation because I know that many people consider rest to be wasting wasting time and rest in any capacity, whether it's sleeping or, you know, joyful rest or, you know, just doing things that you enjoy. Basically anything besides work, people consider it wasting time. I know the majority of the episode has been, been dedicated to like, what could you achieve, accomplish, kind of that spin on things. But to me, rest goes right into that, into all of this of, of something that you would try. Would you take a rest if you didn't consider it wasting time, right? The thing is, when you wake up from the nap, yes, you have as much work to do as you did when you started the nap, 
but you have more energy now. You have more resources now, which is very similar to what I said before about having new information, right? You have information is another type of resource, right? So where I was when I first started versus eight weeks of doing something, different positions. I have eight weeks worth of information. Not taking a nap, where I, the position I was in when I was, actually that position, it makes me think of like the position you're sleeping in, but I digress. The place you're in when you first, when you before you took the nap, to whatever time period, whether it's a nap or like you actually went to sleep or you went on vacation or you walked away from the computer, whatever it is, you are, yes, you have the same amount of work left to do, but you have more resources now. You have different resources available to you now. Right? There is the reframe that I'm talking about. And yes, again, like this is, this is something that, especially around the rest discussion that I just incorporate, I just think about, I don't think about it rather, it's just, it's part of, of course, but something that I now I want to make sure that I that I point out and perhaps you yourself you can tie that into this episode and see how that fits into you know your own life. So would love to hear from you. I know I keep asking about you know to hear from you and I won't stop because I do want to hear from you. I I really like hearing from you. You text me. I love hearing from the, my email list. I wrote to them last week and I got a ton of responses and I like to interact with people on the other side of the screen. So I would love to hear what you would try if you knew that it was impossible to waste time. You can DM me at the Movement Maestro or you can shoot me a text 310-737-3... Nope, that's wrong. 310-737-2345. Got ahead of myself. Don't even edit that out there, Courtney. Leave that in because that is real. One more thing I got ahead of myself before that I wanted to kind of go off on a little bit of a tangent, but when I was saying that this is the time where I would share what I would do, and the reason I said that is, you know, for those of you listening on the edges, if you are looking to elicit more responses, put yourself in the position of the listener, the person that you're asking the question to, and answer their question so that they're not alone. So... Let's say you're doing a social media post or you're doing an email or whatever. Instead of just telling, telling, you know, or asking, 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 let's make this a conversation and say, hey, here's what I'm trying. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what my concerns are. What are yours? Right? So it's a little technique that I would encourage you to use because it's just called having a good conversation. All right. All right, that is all that I got for you today. As always, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Until next time, friends, maestro 